everyone. You're listening to Forever Unapologetic with the Fourth Squad. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome and or welcome back to the Forever Unapologetic podcast. This is episode seven and we are the fourth squad. Good morning, ladies. Morning. Good morning. morning. Four ladies of color coming to you from and thanks to Podcast Center LA in sunny Torrance, California. So I just finished watching Girlfriends from the beginning. And I remember loving that show way back when, looking back now, I don't think I got past like season two when I used to watch it back then. Mm -hmm. And with everything hitting different in 2020, I didn't miss much. Yeah. Um, So don't get me wrong. A sitcom starring four black women was then and still is now something to celebrate. But as I watched it over the last two weeks in September 2020 at the ripe middle age of 45 years old, I found myself continuously cringing at how desperate and neurotic the character of Joan was. Which brings us to today's topic, dating, relationships, and marriage. Mm. So, ladies, let's pretend we're sitting in Joan's living room because, you know, that's where everything happened. (laughs) Um, And let's talk about, I want to hear your craziest dating stories. I want to know what matters most to you in a relationship. And I want to know your thoughts on marriage and whether or not you think it's necessary unnatural a government contract <laughs> irrelevant and i think a we're government. gonna go ahead and start with karen uh, clearly because she has a lot to she say very strong lot. opinions she's on ready. the matter <laughs> if you could see the notes she's scribbling it's turned In into doctor karen, karen please share <laughs> let us know how you really feel no i don't have to start because we should start with craziest dating um, i have a lot to say about marriage Oh gosh, a lot. I have lots of crazy dating. Yeah, let's start with Lonnie okay, and crazy you, you dating. You go because I don't have that many well, crazy the, stories. What? Yeah, the, <laughs> the one that I can, th- the one that always pops up in my mind is um. So, I used to when I lived in New York for a long time. You know, the main mode of transportation is the train or the bus. So. I was taking the train uptown to my apartment and there was this really fly guy who was hot and we kept staring at each other and you know I had this rule don't talk to strangers on the train because that's where all the crazy people be even you know just you in do a realize very... you were on the train too right? yeah I mean <laughs> I did not say I wasn't crazy I, I didn't true. say that I, mean, I did sorry, not say Christina. that but there are levels but there are levels to that right. so as, as you will we find out we talked last week about how everyone has a little crazy <laughs> little, right. little bit, if I could just bit. recap a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay Lonnie please okay. continue so I just didn't and I got off at my stop and just thought oh well I guess I lost that chance because I've I'm too shy, you know? And then all of a sudden I hear somebody saying, hey miss, hey miss, so is the guy. We ended up talking for 45 minutes inside the train station uh, because I didn't want him to know where I lived and I lived really close to the train stop and we exchanged numbers. And um, okay, we set up a date for a few days later, maybe a week, and uh, he texted me saying, oh, I'm actually in Midtown, do you want to do something after work? So that's how we ended up on a date a little sooner than later. And uh, we're walking to this restaurant and he's asking me all kinds of questions and then all the crazy questions come out. Oh, well, uh, what sign are you? I'm a Scorpio. 
oh, does that mean you like your ass licked? And I'm just like, what? You know what? I barely had what? my coffee this morning. I, I heard Scorpios are freaks. And I was like, is that even an appropriate question to ask? We literally just met a couple days ago. Wow. Yes. And of course, stupid me continues on walking with him. When I should have just made stage right. exit laugh. Right. Maybe you want a giraffe? Right. <laughs> Oh, damn. No, even, even if I did, it definitely wouldn't have been him at that point. Subconsciously. He, he, I mean, <laughs> he excluded himself from Well, that. she didn't leave. It wasn't right. a deal breaker. Wait, I'm <laughs> just saying. Hey, that's probably what he thought. That's for sure. Right. right. right? He was like, right. well, she didn't leave. It clearly so. was not a deal breaker. Right. Yeah, so it was all about, like, freaks and this and that. And I'm just going, oh, my God. So we get to the restaurant, and we're looking at the menu. And he says, well, let me know what you want. And I tell him. And then I mentioned some other appetizers. And what does he do? He he orders the thing I said was good, but I didn't want that night instead of what I wanted. What? Yeah, it was some kind of appetizer. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It'll get me out of here faster. <laughs> let, me just, let me just go with it. And he kept saying, like, I've never met anybody like you. You're so classy. Look at how you dress. I'm coming from work. So, of course, I'm not really in date mode because it was a last minute thing. And then we finish finally, because it felt like forever. He helps me with my coat. And he says, I just did that because I wanted to see your ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and then, no, but then, but then, so like in New York, you have to buy train passes, Thanks. right? Right, I know. I, I, I don't know. He's got an ass thing. <laughs> and a freak thing. Right. Scorpio. Yeah. I mean, I she's keep a Scorpio. Under wraps Scorpio. for a couple of days. I know. <laughs> I mean, at least he's... Honest, but, I, but and, uh, yeah, he yeah. should have just looked and not, maybe right. You could have just looked and not said anything. Um, and yeah. then he says he's gonna walk me to the train. Oh, can I can I come back uptown with you? No, no. Yeah. that's a no. And then he says, "Well, can I use your train pass?" <laughs> what? So you can buy monthly and limited train passes, and the way that they get around um, people sharing because it's either that or you buy a prepaid amount, Yeah, is that it's like every 15 minutes or something before your unlimited refills. So you can't just swipe people in for mm -hmm, free. Mm -hmm. And at the time, my boy from Toronto had been in town and I had his prepaid card because he was just there for the weekend and there might have been $6 left on it. And I was so flabbergasted. I was just like, here, you can have this one. And then he just keeps trying to beg me to go back home with me. And so for the entire ride uptown, I was paranoid. I, did, I got off the train and I did like several circles to you know make sure that nobody was following me before I went home. Because it was so awful. <laughs> oh my God, that's so awesome. I mean, that's not funny. That's smart. Yeah, yeah, no, no that, that part, part, but that the part ass smart. licking yeah. and the, all oh, the, yeah. I just did that to well, see your ass. Like I said, it wasn't a deal breaker, so right. maybe, no, but what was strange? maybe you should delve into that. Yeah, no, but you know what was strange about that is the conversation we had for 45 minutes. He was reading some book and we were, you know, he sounded very eloquent and well-spoken and somewhat that sane. That doesn't mean he's not a freak. No, okay, but, okay, minus the freak part. Well, which I, mean, I like let me find which that out might later be welcome but later exactly. like, later that, like you what know, the hell the first question you asked me of is 
I like yeah. my ass. That's I mean, much. in all fairness to Lonnie, though, the first time I met her, I was all up on that ass. That you That's were. true. I really Totally did. different situation. It is. Totally different situation. Because you had already there molested the rest of us, and we had warned Lonnie, and Lonnie yeah. was up for it. I so. feel like yeah. totally different. Molesting is a strong word to describe what I do. However, I mean, accurate. we didn't say that it was, you know, <laughs> unwelcome. unwelcome right. or, um, yeah, I said it was know, accurate. I didn't it was say fine. it was unwelcome. I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. You allow certain people to molest you. It's the unwanted molesting that's a problem. Yeah, that's right. Problem. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm so grateful you guys let me molest you whenever I want. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Within reason. Fine. Fine. <laughs> We have a boob squish thing, you guys. Yeah. So you um, okay, fine. I have a boob squish thing. <laughs> I like boobs. Um, so uh, whenever I see Christina, well, actually, whenever I see any of the girls, that's like a thing. Of course, during COVID, I've been boob squished, um, denied. That's not true. When I touched boob her boobs squish? like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Because she well, had that sexy top on. Do you guys remember oh, we talked uh, about that's it? Right, that's right. Yeah, her boobs were out. Right. And I was like, well, okay, maybe you didn't, you didn't touch them <laughs> long <laughs> enough because it didn't stick in my mind. Anyway. Yeah, okay, so now you have a real inside peek to the real important uh, conversations yeah. that go on in Fourth <laughs> Squad. Good us. Lord. We're trying to verify who actually right. boobs so much recently. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, I think okay. she forgot because she didn't get to touch your boobs. You touched right. hers. Right. Oh, so that'd be different. Yeah. See? You know? Again, different story. Right. Right. <laughs> so I don't have a craziest dating story, but I do have a crazy like travel story related to men. So you guys remember a few years ago I went down to Rio in Brazil and um the weirdest thing kept happening. Um and then after like the third time I realized that clearly American women go down and do that because the men expect it. But we were do yeah, hold I'm on. Not, we're about to find we're out. We're about out. to find out. <laughs> so, you know, when you're out, I, I went. I found a Starbucks. This is not shocking to you guys, right? So I found mm-hmm. a Starbucks in Rio. Did you get a blueberry muffin? <laughs> no, I didn't. It was hard enough just trying to get my coffee order because <laughs> it was in Portuguese. Um, and uh, and then one night, like at dinner and at the pool. So you're meeting people, right? People are like, oh, you know, every single one of them almost the second question other than hi and and at first before I opened my mouth they thought I was Portuguese Mm -hmm. and then when I opened my mouth they're like clearly American or Mm -hmm. not um the second question they all asked what's your room number at your hotel what wow no joke interesting I the first because the first time they're like oh where are you staying we're like oh we're by the beach you know yeah not thinking anything of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a normal question. Yeah, where right, are you folks? right, right. Maybe you want to meet visiting, up later. Drink. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, who knows? Nope. Second question was, "What's your uh, what's your room number?" And like the first time it happened, I was like, "Okay, maybe I'm just you know just some weird guy." Swear to God, it kept happening. So I finally was like, "Okay, this must be a thing where women come down here and they just lose their fucking minds and invite wow. random men back." To their rooms. Weirdest, craziest, and I've had some interactions. That was like, that remains one of my top kind of like, what in the actual hell? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Wow. You got any? Because I don't have, I mean, if I do, they're buried and I, nothing's coming. So, well, not, I mean, I got married at 24, for God's sake, oh, yeah. and stayed married till I was 40. So I guess my crazy dating stories are what the hell is going on online now that all of the oh. dating oh, has Oh, my online. God. Yeah. Now, you guys remember, I went online. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking weirdos <laughs> out there. Oh, the stuff there. that oh, goes yeah. on, oh, yes. I hear there from friends. There are a lot of fucking yeah. weirdos mm-hmm. out there. And luckily for me, I wasn't really like looking for anything serious or anything like that. I was just like seeing what was out there, maybe date a little bit. If something, if I meet somebody, great. But mm-hmm. let me tell you. Yeah. Well, so a, a friend who had sworn never. Oh no, yeah. I know. Oh, so a friend who had sworn never to online date just just started it, and just met a guy was just you know not met but mm-hmm. was chatting and uh, you know was like oh so what do you do like you know just getting to know the person sent her a copy of their driver's license and their social security card. What? What? Literally just happened this week, and I was like, Ooh. what? No, yeah. it's better than the unwanted dick pic. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, those are... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. Here's my dick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you, yeah. you really must be good. pretty proud of that. <laughs> yeah. I know. Okay, so this isn't crazy. Like, he wasn't crazy weird, but he was gross. So I will tell this story. So I did do <gasps> online dating for a while. You do have a crazy dating story I that I just remembered. I don't even remember. Do you remember when we all went to lunch at the Sizzler to be your backup <laughs> when you went on that date? <laughs> and then you were texting me. Y'all were texting oh me. I'm sorry. It just popped into okay. my head. <laughs> all right. So tell us. Okay, Christina has to tell the story oh, for Amber. I can't even remember that. <laughs> That's how far away oh, out of her mind. Oh, my God. It yeah, literally tried to forget. she said... He was gross. Was what? <laughs> <laughs> Although oh. I don't know, that guy wasn't really. He gross, wasn't gross. He was just strange. Well, I think he had like autism or something. He had to. I, have, or so, I mean, some something. Kind of but a... I, you know, you don't know that at you first. You have to meet um, somebody. You have to understand figure. that first. So the first, yeah. <gasps> okay. So what happened? Yeah, because I don't Sorry. remember. So Go you got to tell the story. Well, but you had one you wanted to tell. Oh, I mean that. One, that's not nowhere near as good as this one. <laughs> Let's go with right, the few yeah. things so, that I do remember. So when please, we all share. work together, <laughs> she agreed to a date. Where did you meet him? At Sizzler, because we all went for lunch one day, and he. We was used th- to go to Sizzler for lunch all the time because it was like what two blocks away. Yes. So we'd walk over and we'd all have Sizzler for lunch and go back to work. So she meets this guy. And she decides, I don't know what happened before that, but you decided to- I got peer to... pressured because who, whoever was with me was like, oh, give him a chance. He's a nice guy. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. That's right. Never do that, that, by the way. Nuts. Yeah. Right. I know who it was, but mm-hmm. we're not saying yes. names. So yeah, I was peer pressured into this. Mm-hmm. And I was I'm like, good. fine, because you know, I always try to be nice to people. So, no, But that's like, who right. was with me when we sat at the other table and watched you guys yes, have I lunch know. when you went. <laughs> so she agreed to a lunch date with this guy. Oh my God. Sizzler. And she wasn't feeling real good about it, so we went yeah, also of course. And sat at another table so we could laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No shit. This guy goes to the salad bar. Like what was it? Lettuce and carrots. And like the whole fucking bowl of ranch. Yeah. <laughs> the entire, like so much ranch. Like, like, like it was insane. And we were all just looking like, okay, well, he likes ranch. ranch. Clearly. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, that's not a criminal offense. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like and ranch. then another plate just heaped completely with um, wings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just 
a plate heaping with wings. Then he sits down at the table and he starts pulling all these pill bottles out of his pocket <laughs> and putting them on the corner of the table. I shit you not. At that point, I was like, oh my God, get me out. <laughs> I was like, what? And like, had ridiculous amounts of like magazines or newspapers or something. He has, mm-hmm. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. like a plastic shopping bag full of newspapers. And he was like pulling them out, and stacking them on the. Uh, yeah. He was like I, a little grandpa. It was weird. It was strange. It was very strange. I was like, okay. But he was very, very nice. I think that he may have like lived in a halfway house nearby. He had to or something. Because I saw him then afterwards several times like going to lunch, like sitting at the best stop outside of work. And I was like, oh, I have to like detour. And yeah, I think he might have lived in like a group home or something. Yeah. Because it wasn't like he was really, really nice. He He really was. But it was the oddest thing. It was strange. strange. It was very strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that online that was, stuff. Woof. Okay, well, that wasn't online. That no. was in person. But like, Good Lord. I've done the online thing a little bit. I stopped after. I had a couple. Remember the remember the personal trainer who lived in a commercial warehouse? Mm, yes, <laughs> I do remember. See, this is why I'm never. On, I mean, I'm in a relationship, but I'm never online dating. Like, I, all the he, stories I hear are crazy. He he did actually work at a gym because he trained me there. I mean, he wasn't in you know he wasn't not who he said he was but he did pretend to be a little bit more stable and situated than he really was and that was really you fell for the cliche sleeping with your trainer no I, that wasn't even a no that was just one of our first little things yeah well <laughs> just because if you could you would sleep with your peloton <laughs> right uh, My Peloton resents that comment. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Or maybe so. resembles. I don't know. Yeah, resembles. Like your Peloton just got turned on. Right. Yeah. So that was a little weird. <laughs> that was a little awkward. I couldn't really handle that. And also because you know it was definitely after having my daughter and wanting to have some kind of standards. You know, <clears throat> not just oh they're a good human being because he wasn't a horrible person yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah. You know, it was just not really a good situation uh there was the pharmaceutical salesperson who on off hours like dates with me uh like for real pharmaceuticals or are you being no no no. for real like a (laughs) yeah like big pharma no like big pharma (laughs) big pharma dude basketball build like six five um on our first like after hours you know, not after work date, so he wasn't in a suit, wore tighter jeans than I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then in the class, it was like remember showing yep. his, you know, yeah. his yeah. We remember this one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a lot. Also, very nice, but I couldn't get past that <laughs> at all. The fact that you could see his entire nutsack with his yeah. pants on. <laughs> yes, and then when I tried to break it off nicely and not mention all that, he kind of pushed me to say really why it I was. wasn't feeling it. Yeah. And you were like, and I'm so, uncomfortable because I can see your nuts yeah. when you're fully dressed. So, <laughs> so then he swore he could change, and we all know how this ends up. You don't ask people to change. You right. know? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, he, he played it off a little for a while and, and made me lunch one day at his place and had, you know, looser... He had like he had surfer shorts and a th- you know yeah. a t-shirt on that were like they looked regular for Normal. a six foot five right. yeah, yeah. basketball build type of dude you know, and then I I hugged him around his waist and felt some weird elastic band that wasn't attached to anything, 
And I, I said, well, what? What? I lifted was up his shirt. A Heart rate monitor. I lifted up his shirt. A and waist I said, trainer. What is this? No, it said Calvin Klein. And he said, I wore it for you. And he pulls down his shorts, and it's a damn banana hammock with the ass out. And I said, that's the wrong crowd, boo. Like, no, I can't. <laughs> I am not. If you wanted to attract me, you should have been open in the front. I could care less about your ass being out. Yeah. So I, c- I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It just, it was a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. I couldn't do it. So uh, craziest dating, what was the second thing? <laughs> yes. Yes, let's move on from that. Yeah. If I could just throw in, I met a 40-year-old magician who hated Harry Potter. What? We couldn't talk no more. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no way. You guys don't know, yeah. but Christina's mad how crazy. karen feels about her peloton is yes. high, how, how she feels about, feels about harry potter, potter. Yeah. yes don't fuck with it no nope. yeah at so, all and i judge if you talk about knowing it from the movies and haven't read the books yeah you have <laughs> yeah. to have read the books I oh judge. My yeah. yes she's very judgy judgy yeah. on that one yeah that's right right Sorry. so the next question Anywho. was so the next thing was what matters most to you in relationships oh okay mm-hmm. all right I'm going to skip over that and talk about marriage because I have a feeling about marriage. <laughs> All right, well, then let's, let's talk, talk about, about marriage. That and marriage then. <laughs> I just love fucking with Christina, you guys. So, um, so here's what I think about marriage. I think marriage is an unnatural state that society created to help with cultural norms and, and create um, this idea of families, which let me just go on record and say something. Blood does not make you family, in my opinion. And uh, in a similar but not related well, topic, and we'll talk about it some other. but you, no. know, you could cut off family, too. Yeah, right? no, yeah, that's what I mean. It's in my book, right? Just because we may share the same. You like fucking with me, I like fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> you should see her face right now. Um, you know, it's slightly different topic, but it's kind of like uh, what... Uh, was said uh, on a news conference that sk- all skin folk are not kin folk, mm-hmm. right? And it's just how I feel about just relationships in general. Um, but, you know, especially, you know, when it comes to marriage, I-, I think that it was meant to provide some stability, right, from a societal perspective, um, meant to sort of help society and culture sort of understand relationships and and you know if you want to have kids things like that but i just think i think it's outdated i think if two people whatever those two people look like they could be boy girl undecided somewhere in between if they decide that they want to have a relationship and are committed to each other i think a relationship with the government is not fucking necessary because if you and I are dating and we decide to have a kid, the government is not involved. And if you and I decide we want to go Even buy a house. If not dating and we have a kid, the government is not involved. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right. And if you and I are dating and we decide to buy a house, the government is not involved. But the minute you get married. The government's involved in everything. The government's involved in everything. They will tell you what to do with the fucking furniture. They will tell you what to do with the house. They'll tell you what to do with the cars. Mm -hmm. So I just find it a very outdated and interesting um, concept of defining, because marriage is a business relationship. And I'm sorry, anybody out there who I just busted their bubble who thinks it's like, oh, I love you and I love you too. Love has nothing to do with it. Can't live on love, kids. Yeah. It's, I mean, obviously to have a good marriage, you should love each other, clearly. Mm -hmm. But But you can't live on love alone. Right. 
And the reality is that if you understand that it's a business relationship and if you understand that the minute you do it, the government, someone else outside your relationship is going to tell you exactly what to do if that relationship doesn't work, um, how much time you can see your kids, um, how you're splitting whatever it is that you own, uh, all of that, then then that's fine. But I think a lot of people still go into marriage not understanding that, mm-hmm. right? They just don't understand that it's, it's, um, it's really some contract that you just did with an external third party. Um, and so I, I just think, you know, for me, um, I am never getting married again, not because like, I'm, it's not like I hate the institution of it. I just think it's outdated. And I think if you're at a point in your life where you find somebody that you care about and you love and, and you want to be with, um, then I think you don't need it. I think if someone wants to and they feel like that's the level of commitment they want to do and maybe for religious reasons, mm-hmm. right? But just understand what it is that you're getting into. That's how I Ladies. All right. Well, I guess I'll go. Well, you can answer either question because remember, Karen didn't <laughs> oh, want to talk about over. relationships and what matters. What matters. And, and, and that sort of thing. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about what matters to me in a relationship. Um, one is consistency. So um, I would prefer that the way you started is the way you continue. Um, and I mean, obviously some things will change out if, you know, we're first meeting and we're talking every day. I don't necessarily expect to always have to talk, you know, or if we talking four and five hours a day, I don't expect it to, and number one, I don't have time to talk to you four or five hours a day, but I don't expect it to stay that way. But I do expect you to be consistent with how, you know, how you treat me or what you say, you know, I want you to be consistent and, um, truthful. So those are two things that are super well, important me, to me. So let me ask you something, yes. Amber, diving in. So the truth is relationships have a honeymoon period. Right, of course. Right? That's what I'm saying. I don't expect and it so to. so I do think that sometimes we expect that the honeymoon period is how it's always going to right. be. No, I, yeah. I'm and realistic to know that that. Right, no, I'm, right? I'm realistic to know that that's not going to, you're not going to stay in the right. honeymoon phase. But I will say that, you know, if you, um, if you're consistent and basically even just communicating with me what's going on. So let's yeah. say, you know, we talk every day and then the one day I maybe hit you up and, I, and you don't answer and I don't hear from you. And then I don't hear from you the next day. I mean, I, I think just the common courtesy of saying super swamped, I'll call you, you know, whatever, I'll call yeah. you when I have time. That's all I need. I don't right. need it to be every single, you know. Like a managing expectation. Yeah, so just a, yeah. just just yeah anything manage my expectation if you're crazy or you can't talk or something happened and you just don't want to be bothered just say it then i can say okay i understand i can back up you reach out whenever you're ready that's my what i mean by consistency just you know and obviously i like i said i know the honeymoon phase is not going to last for long you don't expect to talk to you four or five hours a day if that's how we're starting in a year from there i certainly don't expect well and to your point about consistency you know um People sometimes get in relationships and think they're going to change the person. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're like, they see habits or behaviors mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I don't like that. But right. once, so I can fix once, it. Right. Right. I'll I'm, fix that. Yeah. Right. I'll change yeah. that. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. Right. Christina's rolling her eyes. You can't see. But right. yeah. I mean, tisk tisk. I know. Well, right. Uh, it yeah. doesn't happen. I mean, so, I will say that it took me a long time to realize that I probably was a fixer. So um, I was seeing, you know, the things. You have broken wind syndrome? Do you, do you, yes, you know, I yeah, used yes. to. Broken I used to. Yeah, yeah oh, for Lord, sure. Yes. 
Yeah, for sure. I'm, oh, you know, everything is great except for this one thing. But I can help. I'll be there. I'll support. And, and yeah. it's I'll love you enough to make it, to better. Make it and better. Even if yeah. you're not saying that <laughs> consciously, right? You just yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that, but you, you, I saw the pattern. I started to see the pattern. It took a, a minute for me to get there, but you know, at least I see it now. Um, so consistency, um, honesty. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's I mean those Deal are breaker. the huge things yeah, for me. Right. The other stuff I feel like we all have our 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 goods are bad or whatever. So I feel like if if whatever it is that you bring to the table, if I feel like it's something I can deal with, then fine. Right. You know, if I can accept it, then fine. I don't want to go in saying again breaking wing. I don't want to say okay, all this is great except for these three points, but I'm gonna fix it. I don't want to fix it anymore. Like you got to take me for my brokenness and I got to take you for your brokenness and whatever it is, we can figure it out together. Well, you know and I mean? the thing is, I think in a healthy relationship, you can change together for the better. Of course. Right? Because of course. you, you learn and you adapt with each other right. and, and you want to be better for right. the other person. Right. right? And, and then we don't, and I'm, I'm not saying necessarily change, like change who you are as a fabric of a person, but in general, as you grow, you change. Right. So you're going to change right. and, you know, but you can't go in seeing somebody saying, I'm going to change that because that person has to number one, see that it's an issue or, or want to, or want to even change right. exactly. well, to begin with. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all have to be willing, you know, if you really think about it, being in a relationship is obviously very difficult even right. if you love somebody of even if it's it a relatively right. healthy relationship right. oh you are two different people work. yeah who it is a were, lot of work yeah, yeah raised in different ways and right. you're coming together trying to find a way to make a life together right and so yeah for me i want some dedication i want some communication i want some honesty a lot because i've realized and this is dialing it back a lot but i think most of us females would agree that we get painted stories by the external world that oh, yeah. we're going to get saved by somebody right yep. and we need to be ready to do all this stuff you know cook and clean and da, 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 da. it's going to be magical and when it works it just works and you grow up and realize that ain't how shit works right mm -hmm. right so when I want some dedication and loyalty, it's to like, if we both realize that we have something going, something good here, and good doesn't mean perfect. It just means Nothing's we've perfect. got the foundation of something that could be, really be something. Right. Um, a commitment to work on it, to not walk away when things get tough, mm -hmm. to constantly evaluate both individually and together, is this working for us? Yeah. You know? But here's the fucked up thing. Emotion is irrational. Yes, oh, yeah. that's true. For sure. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. And so you get into this relationship and there's all these things that you really need to think about from a practical standpoint, mm -hmm. especially sure. as far as marriage with mm -hmm. the, the points you were making. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And all of that stuff is practical mm -hmm. and all of that stuff is reasonable. Yeah. And then you throw emotions in that shit. Mm hmm. Right. All that practical yeah. goes out right. the window. Right. A lot Nuclear of mushroom cloud, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. you're, you're absolutely yeah. right, right? Yeah. And that's the giddiness that's, of falling in love. Right, right. Right, where that's you're, the challenge. there's a science behind it that literally shows that your brain is not functioning properly when right. you're falling in love. Right. Like, it's literally yeah. misfiring, right? Yeah. Yes. That crazy feeling, you really are experiencing a change, yeah. right? Right, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like when you're past the honey, honeymoon phase, I want to still be able to look at you. I'm not going to have those butterflies in my stomach, obviously, anymore. Right. But I still want to look at you and go, 
that's my dog. Like, I like him. Right. We have so much fun. Yeah. So, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, that yeah. is where I want to be able to, like, be around you right. and not necessarily have to have all those butterflies and stuff because that stuff is not going to be there every day. Right. But I am going to, if I'm, you know, in a relationship with you and I love you and, okay, the honeymoon is over, I do still want to be out and think, oh, I'm going to make sure he's okay or let me see right. if he needs so something like before I come on. And yeah. you just said yeah. something really important, which I love with my relationship is, I like him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I yep. genuinely like right. him, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I yep. like the idea of spending time with him. Yep. I like just, he's downstairs, I'm upstairs. Like I just yeah. get a feeling of comfort. Yep. It's, you know, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, it's separate from the love. Yes. It's like, yeah. do you like the human being right. and do you trust right. him? And, you know, you talked about it. Communication is key. Like I've found my voice yeah. Yeah. where now I mm-hmm. share, like, yeah. you know, and maybe he doesn't like all the times I share, right. but I share. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like this is how I'm feeling. And I mean, and that comes into play when you are in the thick of it when you are having a hard time right. because because you, it's the same thing with friends if you're having a hard time because you like that person because you care about that person you don't want to do something nasty or to hurt them you know what right, i mean like right. you want to understand where they're coming from and the same thing goes for relationships and i think a lot of people because that emotion or they think for some reason it's supposed to be different when mm-hmm. you're in a romantic relationship that they don't take that into account like some people just go for the jugular and it's like how could you yeah. be that nasty or mean and then expect me to come back and be able to be like it was before right well, here's why i just don't see that because happening. every relationship that we have right after our parents the relationship we have with our parents right. is informed by that relationship oh, of, of our parents yeah of course and so i mean i can speak from that because you know yeah, you I know, know i you used know. to be in people's asses about yeah. stuff and asses and, again. Yeah, the and <laughs> common thing. Not wow. literally, figuratively. Are we gonna here. name this episode asses, asses. or something? <laughs> <laughs> about that ass. No. I mean we are talking about dating. So. Right. Right. <laughs> no, but I mean, it took me a long time to realize where that came from. And it was not pretty. Yeah. It, and it was definitely related to the relationship with my parents that I the the one that I didn't know I had because I had to go through therapy Mm -hmm. to figure it out so you talk about parents and so how I've been about men my whole life and I did recognize early on Mm -hmm. um is after my father died and then my mom didn't remarry for you know what years and years later Mm -hmm. it actually taught me and I I say this it taught me that men were an accessory not a necessity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i never grew up thinking i needed a man because honest there wasn't one there Mm -hmm. and we seemed to be doing fine right right? my mom took care of us um i got lots of love and attention Mm -hmm. but it did change how i viewed men because Mm -hmm. i at first you know especially with dating and and marriage you're like well i don't need you right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I had not the broken wing syndrome, but I had the, if I just show you how to love, mm-hmm. then you'll learn because right. you yeah. didn't learn how to love from your, from parents. your parents. Right. Right. Yeah. That was literally what just happened. You know, what happened yeah. a few years ago was I was like, I'm, I'm, you don't know how to love and I'm going to show you through loving you mm-hmm. and all that ended you know happened was that i got really hurt right i mean you find you you get those patterns again like you said from your parents so i you know i talked about my dad before and how he was you know a little bit of a con man or whatever and um you know had this facade of this great well put together guy so that's the kind of guys i dated well put together on the outside 
but all so over good. the oh i mean yeah. all over the place probably con men too right. and yeah. full of crap you know what i mean and so it's like you follow the patterns and yeah. until mm-hmm. you can recognize and, and break, break the pattern right yeah it's you know it's going to be a consistent thing and then the couple times i didn't quite go that way for some reason i still wasn't happy yeah. So it's 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 interesting. Well, it's Christina said this. Yeah. Um, yeah. As parents, you said yeah. Christina, you fucked your kids up. Yeah. yeah. But you had a thought, uh, Christina. You're yeah. you're drawing. Did you have no, a thought? I was just oh, okay. doodling. Okay. I don't. Um, what do you think? So I would say, for me, absolutely the most important thing in any relationship, and that's a romantic relationship, a friend relationship. If you're gonna talk to me at all, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Is honesty and no bullshit. I have mm-hmm. an intolerance for bullshit. She's allergic to it. I like deathly allergic. Mm-hmm. So that's number one, first and foremost. And for it has been my experience that for some reason that's hard for people to do and mm-hmm. hard for people to take. Yeah. Um. Because I do want to be brutally honest about it and I do want to be real about it and a lot of people can't take that which is why I'm not everybody's cup of tea it is what it is um I probably have had I would say I've had four significant romantic relationships in my life so there was like my first serious boyfriend in Mm -hmm. high school Mm -hmm. and then like I said I got married at 24 I stayed married until I was 40 um loved my husband good person um still one of my favorite people to talk to Mm -hmm. um but we just weren't right for each other Mm -hmm. we grew apart as i grew older it unfortunately was what it was and then i've dated two people seriously since then one of whom i'm currently involved with when i left not when i well when we separated when we separated in 2015 for me, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm never getting married again. That's not. I did it. Mm-hmm. It was what it was. It's so easy to get into and so hard to get out of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, you know, there's this thing that like little girls dream of their mm-hmm. perfect their wedding. wedding day. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, all of this. And. I knew when I was a kid that I wanted to be a mom. I knew I wanted to have kids, but at no point, even in the back of my mind, did I think about wanting to be married or where the hell the father of these children were going to (laughs) come from. (laughs) You're going to find some seed. As I got older, I realized I was like, yeah, I always knew I wanted to be a mom, but yeah, no, I don't know that I necessarily thought about. And so the point that I'm at right now, I am in a relationship I live in my apartment. He lives in his apartment. And I'm cool with that. <laughs> for now. <laughs> the face is just awesome. You're like, I mean, I just, you know, for yeah. now and for how my life has gone and the way that I feel about things and the way that our relationship is, I'm fine with that. For and now. that's all that matters. Later on, maybe that'll change. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Yeah. But for right now, I like being in a relationship where he lives in his apartment right. and I live in my apartment. And we get together whenever the hell we feel like it mm-hmm. and yeah. at either apartment right. or, you know, whatever. So, I mean, there's no one size fits all. Right. It's what You've got to find. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Right. And I feel like being married 16 years, I was in the same house with one person all the right. time. And it's right. hard to get 
your own space and yeah, your own is. and I like having my own space yeah, but yeah. still having a relationship right. so yeah, right now right. that's the balance for me and it works right. and yeah. I think marriage in general is I, I think it's it has to be a personal thing I mean you know for those who have religious beliefs obviously you know we are we believe that you know in order to be living with someone and if you're doing what you're supposed to be then you ain't supposed to be having sex um but until you get married so if you are faithful in that then marriage is something that you are striving for right um and that's not to say that that's a bad thing but there's plenty of people in the world that don't have those same beliefs and that's fine too so you don't have to necessarily have you know be married but for me i don't know because i was married once had my daughter realized i did not want to be with him and i got out real quick so um it took me a long time before I de- even thought I wanted to marry somebody else. And then when I got married, I was happy, whatever. Um, and unfortunately, he passed away. So now I'm in a position where I didn't think I was going to have to think about that again. That yeah. wasn't ever mm-hmm. in my mind. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, we we good, you know. So now I'm, I don't know, because I am religious. I do have a faith. I do think I'm supposed to be married, but I don't know that I want to do it again. So does that mean I'm? You see the parameters that being religious. Oh, <laughs> no, damn. You should, you should be irreligious like some of us. Right, right. Is that what we are? Irreligious. Irre- Amber and I had a whole conversation, whole conversation. about this because yes. I used to say I was a heathen. And then we looked up the definition of heathen, and I'm and not technically not, a heathen. No, no. I'm irreligious. You're irreligious. Okay, yes. Okay. I guess we looked it up. Yes. Okay. That's a new title now. <laughs> Google like it. Um, regardless. So, yeah, I mean, she so that's my Google thing. Google it, bitch. I know. Damn. No, but that's my thing. I'm, it's like dating is so far away from my mind right now. Right. That you're not I, even thinking about yeah, it. So yeah. So, I just marriage, yeah. I, I just know. see you guys, like half the men that try to you know, have conversations that they shouldn't are married. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just, that's my cynicism comes from, Hey, look, you know what, if you're in a healthy and happy marriage and yeah, it's hard, like any other relationship you're working through it, I'm mm-hmm. good. But I just see a lot of people in quote marriages, mm-hmm. right. That mm-hmm. are, um, if you're religious, you're like, it's now been blessed, right. Mm-hmm. This relationship, mm-hmm. but they're doing all sorts of bad shit, right. They're being dishonest with each yeah. other. They're cheating on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they be cheating sexually or financially, right? right. Um, yes, there's such a thing as uh, financial cheating, but you know, it's, you see people behaving badly and, but they get to say, Oh, I'm married. And I'm like, Oh my God. What the fuck? That like, it's matter. not a yeah. cloak yeah. of, yeah. of, yeah. um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But, you know, they, they treat it like because I'm married, then that yeah. means it's OK. Right. And they doing all this bad behavior. I'm like, then why are you married? Right. Right. Because shitty, oh, yeah. shitty people are shitty people regardless. Yeah. And that's the like thing. That. It's like religion doesn't stop you from being a shitty person. As you said, I mean, that's the that goes the same thing even that outside goes of marriage. back to what Karen was saying. Sometimes it makes people think, think, yeah, oh, yeah. because but I that, go to church that, every Sunday, I can yeah. be a dick, right? right. Yeah. right. Monday and, through Saturday, right, right, right. And that's and that's a whole. We probably are going to have to have an episode on religion, like we had probably talked about. I think, but um, because I I have an issue with um, that just for people in general, right? You know, what I mean, like you can't. Well, I mean, you can. You're just an ass for it, but don't claim to be. <laughs> religious or you know you want to be in the likeness of of christ and things like that and then you go out and you do stuff exactly opposite of what christ would have wanted or what christ what the bible teaches or anything like that i even haven't we're gonna get political i even have an issue with 
these people out here claiming they they can make a law on what women can do with their bodies. My view is and this is just me. So my in my opinion, if you are a true believer and you read the Bible, God gives you a choice whether you want to believe in him or not. So who the hell do you think you are as a person to be taking choice away from people, but you're claiming to follow the patterns of what Christ is? You ain't nobody. Can, right. can so, we please I mean, do the religion just, episode yes, next? Because yes, I yes. have a lot that I, I have can a lot. Yeah, I know. I do too. But can I'm we just please? saying, like, yeah, you we'll literally, do religion please. You, yeah. uh, yes, but yeah. that's my, but my thing is, yeah. like, if nothing else, if you are really trying to live like that, and that's the same thing in marriage, you, you cannot preach one thing and then do the other. Same thing with and, so and, many other different right. topics. And so, yeah. um, again, kind of not getting uh, political, but it's kind of similar with the whole marriage and a woman's role in marriage too, right. which is the other issue I have, right. right? And why I push back against the institution as mm-hmm. it's, you know, been laid out, right? There are certain religions that believe, you know, the woman is How's to be that? the subservient right. yeah. in the relationship, right? right. And right. that, um, you know, it's, like that shit makes me crazy, you guys. Like yeah. it just literally like shoves me over the edge. And that's the other thing too. It's I I, I was with someone who thought because he earned more than I did mm-hmm. meant that he could dictate mm-hmm. and yeah. behave a certain way. Mm-hmm. And right. he literally told me he suffered from his father's disease, right? Where he thinks he's the earner. Right. And so, and by the way, I was making good money on my own. So like that was the thing that was kind of interesting to me about it was like, I was like, you're not exactly dealing with a woman who doesn't have her own and isn't, you know, doesn't know how to take care of herself. And you're still trying to pull this shit where you say, because I'm the guy and I'm, you know, I make more money that I'm allowed to, I mean that these are the things that traditionally people think about Mm -hmm. or some people to be fair think about marriage that make me crazy Mm -hmm. right if you're going to go into it and you're going to fully understand it's a business relationship that obviously is born out of a romantic desire right Mm -hmm. or um and then you're going to work towards something in a true partnership totally cool with that just no going in right but it's 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 the behavior that people think once they're married that they can do that. I'm like, really? Are you right? Yeah. Well, and also remember, and we're getting close to running out of time, but also remember too, like before the feminist movement in the early 1900s, women couldn't have credit. Women yeah. couldn't, couldn't purchase anything. Without you know what I mean? So of all man. of that yeah. goes hand in hand yeah. too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I sat in my car and I cried when I heard that RBG died. Yeah. Because one of the things that she allowed me as a woman, you, you, mm-hmm, you, to mm-hmm. be able to do is go open our own fucking checking account, mm-hmm. go be able to buy Have an a asset, card. right? Yeah, right. Buy a home, Purchase buy a home, home without a male cosigner. Right. Yeah. Without a male cosigner. I mean, mm-hmm. it buy a car. It, yeah. in, yeah. it blows my mind to think that within my mother's lifetime, mm-hmm. she couldn't yep. do yeah. those things. It blows Crazy. my mind. Yeah. Right. And so, again, it goes to the whole, you know, um, relationship and, and marriage and what it means. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, I just, you know, we talked about relationships and we'll, I want to touch on friendships really quick. And we actually have a few more minutes, Christina, because I shortened it. Just so, but yeah, 
Um, <laughs> friendships to me, you know, I think female friendships, nothing against male friendships, right? I'm just talking about what I know. Female friendships to me are the foundation of my life, right? The ability to have people that you can, to Christina, it's the no bullshit, it's you can be yourself, it's, there's a reason there's a golden girls and there's no golden Mm boys. I still have not seen that, right? Yeah. It's because we have, well, one, we live longer than the motherfuckers anyway. So there's that. Well, and as (laughs) shitty as all the characters were, girlfriends, they had a bond. Right, right. And there's just, (laughs) as shitty as all the characters were. I'm just saying. (laughs) Damn. They all sucked, but the friendship was nice. (laughs) I'm just saying. Christina feels some way about that joke. But but I'm just saying, talking about (laughs) the same thing, and I think maybe Amber said it or or Lonnie, the same qualities that you want in a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Other than fucking, yeah, you which you should want in your um, your female, you know, your friendships as yeah. well, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to communicate, mm-hmm. having that trust where you can share, um, giving you giving it to each other straight, yeah. you know, supporting yeah. each other, right? and that right there is why people think I'm weird when I tell them that I've met my soulmate and she's female. Yeah, yeah. other than the sex, yeah. this person, my very best friend, is yeah. my soulmate. Right? Yeah, yeah. But we're both straight. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that, that doesn't sense. necessarily, yeah, you don't have to have a sexual soulmate. That's no, 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 you no, have an emotional like, like, like people don't understand yeah, that. Don't that's what I'm saying. That. Yeah. 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 Outside of the sex, you want the same things in a right. relationship. Right. Sure. Like yeah. my soulmate is my best friend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Period. Mm-hmm. No, just that person who you share a brain with and you share yeah. a heart yeah. with. Yeah. Who finishes your sentences. Who totally tells you. Right. Tells you when you're being an asshole. Yeah. No, it's. Laughs about it. Hilarious. God, we cannot get away from assholes today. I know. In one way or another. Lonnie started it, but at least I don't want to lick any. That's wow. (laughs) Okay, so now that we've made that declaration. Right. Yeah. Jesus. Sorry. But Lonnie, is there something about what she thinks about marriage? Because we need to rate this episode like (laughs) I know. I know. It's very true. It's not that bad. It's fine. Yeah. No. Okay. So, as the only member of the squad who hasn't been married, I I like the idea of marriage. I like the idea, maybe in a more hippie sense of it. Meaning, um, yeah, if you're two people who want to build this thing together, and oops, that was really? a little timer. It wasn't a silent alarm, Karen. Really, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> so, well, awesome. yes. Anyway, um, no, I mean, I, li- I like the idea of a dedication of sorts, you know, to being together and the com- companionship that you guys are committing to. I don't, that's leaving all the legalities out of it. There are benefits to it. There's also, you know, negative aspects, as mm-hmm. Karen touched on. So I'm not sure about that part. I think I just like the idea as a declaration of, you know, this is my person. And you I and me be with together. Him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love that part but too. But do I, do I think it's absolutely necessary? No. I think for me, if I'm being honest with myself, it's something that I would like. But I, if I'm getting all these other things out of a relationship, then I don't know that I would have to have that. I think everybody should try it once. <laughs> I don't. Honestly, I don't. I think some people aren't made for marriage and may not. I mean, go you know what I mean? Like, 
What's his face? Well, I mean, if you know, I think everybody should try it once so they all fucking know what what we're talking about. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> That's like me saying everybody should have a kid to see what it's like. What do you think Hell about that, Karen? No. Okay, Hell well, no. there we go. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> all I'm, my, you know what I mean? Like, it's not. I don't for need everybody. to push anything out. Thank just you. like college isn't for everybody. I agree. You know what you I guys mean? know. Like, I believe. Just, yeah. 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 yeah, I believe that. Too. I mean, if you want to. And you want to give it the try, then I think you should. But right. I don't necessarily think that everybody so, should try it once. All joking aside, knowing what I know now, I don't think I would have gotten married. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, that's, that's easy to say, like, hindsight yeah. is 20 times. Right. But I'm yeah. just telling you, with everything I have learned about myself, about yeah. what marriage actually is, yeah. I love, like, Lonnie, I love, and I think we all agree on this, I love the idea of being in a committed relationship. Yeah. And that person's like, that's my boo, that's mm-hmm. my yeah, guy. That's my person. That's, my person. you know. Yeah. Right, you know, it's it's me and you, kid, yeah. against the world, right? Yeah. I mm-hmm. love, I love, love, love that. But But the idea that if we have a fight... Mm-hmm. And the only reason we're staying together is because like, oh, shit, well, we're married and we got to make this work Yeah. versus the like, no, we said it's you and me. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to make this we're going to figure this yeah, out. Right. How many relationships go on a lot longer than they should just because people are married and Legally they're like, married. So, no, we got to work this I out read... for religious reasons yeah. or, or for the because kids. it's hard or for yeah. the kids. Yeah, or yeah somewhere for... I read it was like two times the relationship or something it was something insane or at least one time over you know if you've been together for five or ten years it's like five years is was basically when shit was going well left. so i'll tell you they're actually statistically three times when people technically get uh typically get divorced it's usually really early on when mm-hmm. you're like within the first two years you're like oh shit like yeah, made this a mistake. isn't made okay. a mistake Wrong. get out mm-hmm. that was me it's at the seven, <laughs> seven year, year itch. itch oh yeah seven year it's itch. A seven yeah. year itch right mm-hmm. where you're like i've been really trying and this isn't working and the next time's when the kids are grown mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense kids are grown right because mm-hmm. again it's it's mm-hmm. the reasons that people are in it right so it's right. the first one like oh crap we screwed this up and then you're right. like no we're gonna try to make this work you know, it, inevitably fucking up your kids. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. Because they're witnessing a relationship that is re- not crashing right. and burning healthy and, and is not loving and yeah. is not. That's why I got yeah. out early. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I say to people, like, look at the reason we have so many screwed up people in the world. Just look at what they, you know, their relationship, their parents relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Again, we we learn to live what we you know experience, mm-hmm. right? And and you have two options: you become your parents, right. or you work really hard to not become your parents, yes. right? Yeah. Or I think I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think I'm somewhere in the. There's middle. a lot of ownership that has to take place on both sides, and I mean, you know, everybody is an individual, and that's honestly that's hard. It, I think hard because some of it is so subconscious you don't really know unless you yeah. are a person who knows to work at that stuff somehow. And the other part of it is because of the person that you are currently. Yeah. 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 Mm. All right. Well, we are out of time. Does anybody have any shout outs today? I don't. No. Do have any? Not today. Well, I will say... I kept seeing all over social media that you just had to watch the movie Social Dilemma. And then I told you too. Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody watch it? No, I did. That's why I told you to. And I got through. I didn't get around to it it. yet. You. I plan on it though. Oh, I watched it last night. 
Okay, tell me what you think really quick because I mean, honestly, there were no surprises to me. Right? It's yeah, not it's surprising. Not it's not surprising if you've been watching what's going on. Yeah. But and I have kids creepy. who grew up in that what right. they're talking right. about that right. like they've always been on social media. They've yeah. always right. had that. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Um, and so for for me, again, I, I agree. It's n- nothing. No information was surprising. Yeah. What was interesting to me is the number of high level previous executives creators from social uh, oh, and yeah. creators yeah of, the people who created right it. Mm. um twitter's uh snapchat oh, facebook instagram, instagram. instagram who yeah. are Google, talking Google, about, youtube yeah right all the who people. are talking about the dangers and some of them hidden and some of them but i think a lot of people aren't paying attention right yeah. they're just it's it's that toxin that's getting inside your head and you don't right. even know it's there mm-hmm. and then one day right. it's gonna fucking kill you right yeah mm-hmm. um so i want everybody to watch that like that's to me that's not a shout out on a business it's a shout out on a show just watch it because yeah. it's it called really, the social dilemma it's on netflix and yeah. it's absolutely worth watching because if you can't be aware of what's going on you can't possibly either deal with it or manage it or you know yeah, fight and against consider it. you know digital detoxes from time to time right i mean really seriously yeah all right well this concludes the seventh episode of the forever unapologetic podcast we hope we have been enlightening in some way to submit your own stories and experiences to share on a future episode please email previously silenced at gmail.com to submit questions feedback comments or requests i'm gonna kick your ass karen Please email foreverunapologeticsquad at gmail.com. You can link to our webpage and blog via the link in our IG bio at Forever Unapologetic Podcast. Subscribe, like, and share this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and or Google Podcasts. Thanks, as always, to Podcast Center LA. And thank you for listening. And we'll talk again soon. Bye. 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 You can find us on all major social media outlets. To submit your stories, please email previouslysilenced at gmail.com. To suggest topics or share feedback, please email foreverunapologeticsquad at gmail.com. And you can find our podcast hosted on SoundCloud.